It's not a fairy tale. 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 It's not a fairy tale, mommy. We are no longer living life in paradise. It's not a fairy tale. Hey, Miss Janeel, how you doing? Hello, I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. Did you get your braids redone? I yes, I did. I redid my hair. Oh, look at you! All weekend, and it's this pretty like purple color. That's cute. It goes into burgundy. Yes, I'm obsessed with it. Okay, and you did it yourself. I braided my hair myself. I do the rubber band method because I still haven't figured out how to get this braid all the way up on my scalp. Okay. But I don't do pretty bad for myself, I don't think. Okay. Well, it looks good. It looks almost professional. Yeah, I need to work on my parting a little better and make sure that all my braids are actually the same size. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm not ready to go back to the salon or anything just yet. So I just keep braiding it. And I even gave myself a little bit of a trim. Mm-hmm. Because them hands was feeling super dry. Well, so hopefully it don't be looking crazy whenever I do venture back to the salon. I know. I just want to go and get my ends trimmed. And every time my regular beautician, if I just schedule it to get my ends trimmed, she cancels my appointment. And I'm like, no, I don't need you to wash it and do all that stuff. I just need my ends trimmed. <laughs> mm, that's weird. It is weird, but whatever. Okay. Um, and how have you been this week? Or these past two weeks since we didn't record last week? That episode was kind of boring. It was. So we ain't got to recap that one. Um, you know, I'm okay, girl. I am just okay. And that's all I can say about that that how are you i'm doing well i'm excited i'm about to leave the state for a week so i'm good where are you going i'm going to um panama city to look at the ocean and the white sand well the gulf and the white sand from my condo yeah this pandemic ain't kept you off the highways and the byways that's for certain No, I stay in my bubble of a car and then I go to my bubble of where I will be staying and that is that on that. Hey, I'm mad at it. I know, I know. Yes, I just, I can't wait until a couple of months. (laughs) Well, speaking of bubbles, the couples on Married at First Sight Nola, 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 Nola had to stay in their bubbles as coronavirus has taken over mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. And it, I, this is an interesting take on that. So the couples, we can see the couples that are thriving continue to thrive. And the couples who did not have a good foundation are on the de- more of a decline than they were before. Yes. So I believe the episode started with, excuse me, you guys, I have notes. Um, so it's the first day of lockdown and it starts, I think, with Amelia and she's like riding her bike and she's talking about how, uh, how the quarter, how Bourbon Street is so empty 
and she saw a lot of rats in the quarters. Mm. Um, but Amelia and Bennett continue to be super cute and funny and all sorts of lovey-dovey. Yes. And during this quarantine period, while they are doing their mask and they have their cucumbers on their eyes and a bowl of popcorn, which sounds really good right now, by the mm -hmm. way. Um she finds out that she has been matched for mm -hmm. her residency and is going to be in Virginia. Richmond. And for a moment there, Bennett like releases her hand. He did look very disappointed. I was like, dang, you just, <laughs> it almost looked like he dropped her hand and was like, damn this is happening for real it's happening but then i thought to myself now bennett you know virginia is for lovers or whatever you know you gonna move your butt on up there to virginia which he did end up saying that he decided he was gonna split his time between new orleans and virginia i don't know if that would have been good enough for me no no so you've known someone for, what are they at, eight weeks now, 10 weeks now? Because they're a little, they went a little over time mm -hmm. because of the pandemic. They went 10 so weeks. You, mm -hmm. So you mean to tell me that after 10 weeks of you meeting someone and getting into a relationship with them, you would want them to just completely pack up and move if you, if your job relocated you, if you were doing a residency? Now, you, you've left out the part that they are married, right? So, seeing that thing... Yeah, but they only been married for 10 weeks. This is an experiment. They okay. have the option at the end to be like, do you want to stay married or not? And they could say no. Okay. So, I feel like Bennett should have, on top of making a decision to stay with her on decision day, he should have also said... I'm going to wait until decision day to let you know if I'm going to move. Because I feel like if you, if this is an experiment you're going to do and you have wholeheartedly put yourself a hundred percent and given a hundred percent to it, then that is a part of being a hundred percent for the marriage. He should totally move. It ain't like he really got too much of anything in New Orleans, outside of the theater company, they ain't going to be doing no theater anytime soon because they in Corona. And we still in Corona. <laughs> so Whoa. it would make sense for him to move. I, I felt like that was pretty reasonable. because, But because I'm looking at it as a single person, like, yeah, that's reasonable because y'all only known each other for 10 weeks. Okay. And to you looking at it like that, I'm looking at it from a married person's eye. So. I mean, yeah, well, if you're married to someone and their job relocates them, of course you should go. Mm -hmm. You should go. Yes. I agree with that. And I also feel like they're at a critical part of the marriage and the relationship. So the distance wouldn't help, wouldn't help them. So oh, I feel like if you're gonna be all in, be all in. Okay, Miss B all in. I wish Dion would have came to you ten weeks into y'all were like, girl, bad. You would not nope. 
10 weeks into the relationship or 10 weeks into the marriage? I'm moving on to Imani and Woody because <laughs> yeah, these people don't hardly know each other. They've been together for 10 weeks. You might be my husband, but you ain't my husband. But okay? again, for Bennett, he don't really have anything holding him there. He don't really work. Well, I felt like they had a, a pretty good conversation when she was when they were talking about it and she was saying like, you know, I know there are things that you want to do still and that you still want to accomplish and whoop-de-woo-woo and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, clearly he has some goals and things for himself. Mm-hmm. Um and I think maybe they were talking more so about this when it, when they were talking about kids. But I still think it can kind of apply as well with him moving or splitting his time. Because, I mean, it might be stuff that he's still trying to make shake in New Orleans. What is he trying to make shake in New Orleans? He can't, it's nothing too much he can do with the theater company. Nobody is coming to see plays. Yeah, that's true. Well, okay. Okay, let's move on to Imani and Woody. I mean, and we can we didn't talk about them in the children discussion. So I But that's later on in the episode, ain't it? Oh, you going okay, I thought we were just doing Oh, but we can talk about it couple. now. We can talk about it now. Okay. We can talk about it now. So also with them talking about kids and it it's shocking to me that Amelia she's about to start this residency and wants to have a kid within like a year. Like, I feel like... Yeah, I thought that was odd, too. Yeah, because most people, when they're going through residency, like, it's very tough. So why would you add add on to the stress of that, you know? Yeah, I agree. I was shocked to learn that she wanted to start having a kid next year or so. Yeah. And Bennett, you know, seemed like he had his mind made up that he wanted to wait. Which makes sense. I'm glad she was like, well, yeah, you know, we can wait. I know you want to do X, Y, and Z and da 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 And I want you to actually, like, be excited. Exactly. If we are going to have a kid. Because some people be having kids and they do not be enthused. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they had the conversation and came to, you know, a good compromise about it where it seemed like both parties were happy about it. You're on mute. Yeah, I, I know. I didn't want I didn't want you to hear me warming up my food. Um, but I think that that was kind of an ongoing theme of the episode in a mm-hmm. way about making sure your needs are met mm-hmm. in your relationship. Um, it just I just had so there was just a few things that were said during the episode that I was like, man. That is such a good statement or mm-hmm. such a good question to ask when it comes to being in a relationship and getting those needs met. It's like, dang, how do you get your needs met without coming off as being selfish mm-hmm. or uncompromising? Um, yes, I'm very much interested in that question. You know, the- I would say, go ahead. I, you, went, you broke up a little bit. Oh, sorry. No, I was just saying I'm very interested in the answer to that question. You know, and watching this season, I feel like it's like a little bit of a a light, like 
marriage counseling refresher without having to pay for it. <laughs> Cause I'll be sitting up there like, dang, I need to, let me talk to my husband about this and see how he's feeling, you know, just to kind of make sure we're on the same page. Cause I know like a couple of weeks ago when we were um, driving down to Alabama, he was, um, he was asking since he's on the road now for work, you know, how is it better than the last time when he was like working all the time? And my response to that was like, you know what? It's better. And mind you, I, everyone wants their mate home, you know, every day of the week, right? Um, like a regular, you know, working relationship. But I was like, this time, like with your schedule, it's not bad. Like, I feel like when you are home, you are present. And that is what's different from the last time. Like you were distracted with work when you got home, like the phone never stopped ringing for work and you're, you were angry about being at work. So this time, like, I know you're happy doing what you're doing. So Granted, you might be gone, you know, a few days out of the week, but I don't feel like I'm by myself like I used to. So, you know, you got to check in. Okay, well, I'm glad that, you know, you and Dion had that conversation and that it's working out a lot better this time because, you know, <laughs> entrepreneurship can really, you know, be a strain mm -hmm. on a marriage sometimes it can be and we've been stressed together but you know you gotta work through it <laughs> okay um okay so now you ready to move on with Amani and Woody yeah go ahead okay so when they first came on and she had the camera in his face it made me chuckle because it reminded me of last season when <laughs> Taylor woke up what was his name? Was it Michael? Brandon. I don't Brandon. Mm -hmm. uh, woke up Brandon and he just totally freaked out. Mm -hmm. And I just thought to myself, man, what a contrast because Woody is just like, hey, what's up? You know, <laughs> <laughs> choking up the deuces. Like, he is not even phased not because Woody is a normal dude, unlike that other guy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so as usual, they're on their little love train and Amani finally tells Woody she loves him mm -hmm. and, you know, she gives him some nice little gifts. And mm -hmm. then after that, they get into an argument over some DMs. I know, but I feel like, you know, production chopped that up a little wrong, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, do you think that asking to see your partner's DMs is a bad thing? Is that a no? Is that an invasion of privacy? I can see where Woody might think that. Um, but if it's nothing going on, it should not be a problem to let your partner see your phone. Like, either way, I mean, I trust you enough not to have to ask for it. But if I do ask for it, it shouldn't be a big to do. Look what I brought you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I didn't see where she, where it was a, where it would have been a problem um, all the way around. But it seemed like they together um, talked through it without needing the intervention of the, um, of the 
the the matchmakers or the counselors. So I like that they can work through their own problems without somebody else having to intervene. Oh, okay. That is a very good point. I mean, I'm not surprised that Woody and Amani are doing well. Like, I, I think that they are one of the better matched mm -hmm. um, couples on the show. Because some of the other folks they put together, I'm like, why did y'all do that? I wonder. I wonder. But I think that just goes to show like how good communication and being attracted like go hand in hand because even though Woody might say something crazy, Amani will take it, digest it, and then chop it up and then help him to see things from a different perspective and he's open to that. So right. I think that's why they work so well because they are, you know, they're listening and taking taking in what their partner is talking to them about. Yeah, because honey, every couple ain't able. Not at all. Yeah, I might be every couple. <laughs> you know, when I was dating, but you know, I ain't got no sense. So as long as you know, as long as you're self-aware, because a lot of people don't. <laughs> I'd rather be working on myself. I'd be like, is it me? Mm -hmm. Is it, you know, you got to own your own stuff. You do. You do. And I hate to say it sometimes. That's why I call you or, you know, like somebody else who is like, who will keep it real and be like, okay, am I crazy? Like, can you, is this, am I looking at this wrong? Sometimes you, you have to have that person who's going to keep it extra real with you to call you out on your shit. Mm-hmm. So do. I'm sorry. Can we take a moment? Cause my friend just bought me some tacos. And they are so good, y'all. Okay. Are we we're talking about all of Imani and Woody? Okay, go ahead. We're back from Janelle's taco break. <laughs> <sighs> y'all. My friend just blessed my life with them tacos. I had two carne asada and a chicken. And I had a jalapeno pepper on the side, and I ate it just like my mama would. Mm. Y'all, food is life. That it is. Food is amazing. Mm -hmm. Food is therapy. It is, because I be eating my feelings. <laughs> okay, so how do you think the conversation went when they both sat down with Dr. Pepper and Dr. and Pastor Cap? I think the conversations pretty much were essentially the same um, outside of the children thing. Um, I, I understand why Imani wants to wait because she wants to enjoy the marriage and also really get to know him on a deeper level. Um, I, I understand that Woody is excited about, you know, having a wife and being married in general, which is wonderful. I hope he still keeps that enthusiasm throughout the whole marriage. Cause to me, they, they look like, I can imagine how they would be as an old married couple. Like I just see it. Um, and I know he's excited for that. And I know he, you know, he feels like he has the pieces 
to make that perfect family. So I understand why he's excited to have children right away, but I don't, they need to wait. <laughs> and I'm glad that Amani has talked to, you know, they have talked with each other to get on the same page about it. I know I cracked up when Pastor Cal was like, see, so you wearing a jacket? I was like, Pastor Cal, you showing your age. <laughs> yes, I, that was one of my notes from the conversation they had. I'm just like, why do you, why they all up in grown folks' business? They say asking them if they using protection. I'm like, is that written in the contract of the show or something? Like, must be using a birth control method. Like, I totally understand it, but I'm like, the way Woody laughed when he asked had me cracking up. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I was dying laughing. And then Woody like, trying to whisper hoes when they were talking about the DM kind of thing. And I, and it cracked me up because it's like he is a pastor. So you really can't be saying hoes. So he was like, well, I'm a whisper hoes. <laughs> like it's going to make a difference. <laughs> he seems to have Dr. Cow's, uh, Pastor Cow seemed to uh got a good laugh out of hoes. Yes. <laughs> hoes in this house, Dr. Cow. Yes, yes, yes. But I think both of their conversations were good conversations to have. Um, and then them just coming together afterwards to talk about, further talk about it. So I think as long as they keep doing what they're doing, they should really be fine. I'm, I didn't have any qualms um, for Woody in the beginning, like everybody else did. I just pretty much took him for who he was. Um, so I'm glad that he is excited about this and wants to continue on. I know, you know, both parties have their fears about it um, and whether or not like this good feeling is gonna, you know, last forever and they gonna have their ups and downs just like anybody else will. But as long as they keep, you know, working on it and, you know, try to keep things exciting, they should be okay. And he was cracking yeah. up with that silk shirt. I was like, boy, who was wearing mm -hmm. silk shirt? What do you think he in a boy band or something? You think he an R&B singer? <laughs> Gotta be. Got to be. Gotta be. Lost member Silk. There's a meeting in my bedroom. Oh wait, wrong group. No, that's 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 Silk. That used to be my jam. No, that's not Silk. I thought that was SG. No, that, that is Silk. Bedroom, bedroom. You know, the little short yeah. member tried to holler at me when my husband's cousin had us in a groupie room after a concert for homecoming <laughs> i'm sure he did it was hilarious why was it hilarious what happened what did he say he like he approached me like he had talked to me before and so i he looked down at my wedding ring he was like when that happened and i was like i ain't never met you <laughs> what you talking about <laughs> That is too funny. Yes. I feel like I've seen him going through the airport once. Probably. I've seen um, Jazz from Drew Hill in the airport before, too. I've seen a couple of people going through the airport in different cities. <clears throat> but I'll never be saying nothing because don't nobody want to be bothered. I know. That's how I always feel. I'm going to bother you. I'm just going to look at you and be like, ooh, I know who you are. Right. Okay. So let's move on to Christina and Henry because they are just too interesting to me. Oh, Jesus. Go ahead, girl. 
so much she was talking about oh i i was doing this and trying to do this to stay occupied and then she said that it's gonna be a minute till she said she wanted to dye her hair but she was like i'm gonna wait until my hairdresser and i'm like girl's gonna be a minute till you get that hair done okay <laughs> um henry so henry's still been going to work because he works in the medical field but yeah, he's been working things, yes which later on she said he's been working from home so i was like okay he's been going to his home yes to work um and i kind of feel like he's only doing that because he's probably tired of being in the house and tired of being in the house with her because like y'all totally have another room you could go in and shut the door yes so I kind of feel like he's doing that um, purposely. And then for her to be complaining about how he, you know, he takes a walk, he goes to the store all the time, da 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 And it's like, okay, girl, look, on one hand, you have to understand y'all are under the stay-at-home order. Mm-hmm. He's probably trying to find ways to get out of the house, still yeah. remain active, keep some sanity, and probably keep from cursing you out because yeah. apparently you was a liar, Christina. You was a liar. Yeah, y'all don't know nothing about that on the best man soundtrack. Escape. Um, yes. So on top of the COVID situation, like I'm with you, like I feel like him going to his apartment to work, like provided probably a sense of normalcy for him to get out of the house like he's really going to work (laughs) and, you know, come back to his house with Christina. Um, Yeah, I just, I'm like you, I feel like he was leaving to really get away from her and to also have a, 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 small sense of normalcy in his life mm-hmm. but then i'm like but did you really think girl you was going to put on some makeup and a cute outfit and be like oh, i'm just gonna go for a walk i'll be back and then i come home until three o'clock in the morning talking about you're at a friend's house helping her redo her apartment i don't i don't i can't say i believe that she was probably down the street um, what I'll do eating a 89 cent can of soup that's probably what she was doing she was somewhere getting that Z that she been craving since she met Henry and Henry like nah I don't, I don't, I don't get down like that because she said many a day you know I'm used to having sex like right away so that's like her sense of validation which it isn't a good sense of validation like mm-hmm. and Henry's not that guy on top of him not liking you right and even um i thought it was really crappy so when he said you know today is my 35th birthday and he said and and my friend got this cake delivered and i thought well why didn't christina you know get you a cake or bake you a cake well christina forgot about my birthday i'm like what i feel like that was hella rude um and if he would have done that to her it would have been a problem it would have been a problem and i feel like she probably did that to him to be mean like she she knew she could have did something or at least by the end of the day been like okay i'm a i'm let's go out for like a birthday walk or let me bake you this cake or fix you dinner you know she could have done something but i felt like she was she didn't she did it to be mean because she's a mean girl and he knows she's a girl 
She's a real voice. That was so she's a biatch. Girl. Yes. You remember that time I said that, but I didn't know what I was saying. You was watching some, um, you were watching some documentary and it had Warren G in it. And they was like, biatch. And I was watching it in your room with you. And then I went, biatch. And you were like, Janelle. And I was like, what? And you were like, you just said a curse word. And I was like, no, I didn't. You said, yes, you did. I'm going to tell mommy. And I was like, what did I say? I do not remember. You know what you said, girl. I was like, I didn't know he was saying a curse word. I knew bitch was a curse word. I didn't know biatch was bitch. <laughs> oh my God. I was crying. I was like, I don't want to get in trouble. Don't tell me. Well, yes, you did have a potty mouth once you really learned what everything was. <laughs> oh, yes, I remember. And ain't nothing changed. <clears throat> know i know but yeah like that was foul and then she had the nerve to be like and he's he goes to the store all the time he doesn't even bring me flowers I'm flowers like, what do you deserve like what have you done to deserve flowers come on now not a damn thing yeah i wouldn't girl I don't know. I feel like instead of him talking to her about her living situation that he called her out about lying about, he also should have brought yes. yes, he also should have brought up her being out to three from two to three AM. Like that that's yeah. just that's unacceptable. I mean, <laughs> the the housing thing is that's a sensitive topic, right? Because essentially she's unhoused. Mm-hmm. Right. She doesn't have a place to live is what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it can be, I, I can only imagine like how hard it is to tell somebody, especially in a situation like this, like, hey, I don't really have a place to call my own. I'm living out of my car or I'm couch surfing or whatever the case is. That's what it seems like or at least that's what they've tried to insinuate mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. And I'm only saying like, if that is the case, right. Um, Cause there's so many people who are unhoused and have different kind of living situations. And we just don't know because they cover it so well. Yes, Right. Like mm-hmm. You would never guess. But I think my issue with Christina is that in the beginning she had this at this attitude where she was on this high horse Mm -hmm. and I've traveled and I'm a flight attendant and whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop but it's like but that's not even your reality Mm -hmm. really you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so it's like you have this attitude like you miss thing or whatever but in actuality, you have some things going on in the background that mm-hmm. maybe I don't know, you're not you're not being upfront and honest about, period. Yes. And I feel like if if the housing situation, like since he called her out about it, she could have easily said, Well, since I'm a flight attendant, these are the things that flight attendants do as far exactly. as having a home. Like we will I rent a space 
from somebody, you know, in my base city or whatever. It's exactly. Because they do do that a lot. Exactly. Like she could have easily said that. So her not saying that, because I feel like if she would have said that, 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 that would have made sense. It would have made perfect sense. And Henry would be like, okay. But since she fake cried and tried to get emotional about it to like steer him away from questioning even more that that does let us know that she is likely unhoused like for real for real mm-hmm. and those yeah, fake tears I was like, like he probably like girl I don't like you that much to have you up in my studio apartment and I and I could see how that would make anybody who's dating somebody um worry mm-hmm. because you know I'm going to give you an example. <laughs> I was on Twitter the other day. Mm-hmm. Somebody shared a photograph of their parents or grandparents. They were an interracial couple, black guy, white woman back in the day. Mm-hmm. Somebody commented on the picture. You know, it looked like your granddaddy just needed a place to stay. <laughs> that, that's, that's what this picture is looking like to me. Okay, (laughs) you know, so I understand why when you're talking about where you live and your housing arrangements and a person isn't clear, you're like, do you, do you need a place to stay? Because there are people who do that. Mm -hmm. You know, they, you know, start dating somebody, they move in, whatever, whatever the case. Yeah. But yeah, I just whatever her situation is I really hope it's not dire I really hope it is just a situation of well I'm a flight attendant and so instead of me spending x amount of dollars on rent every month and I'm not going to be there Mm -hmm. I'll just do x y and z instead Mm -hmm. I I hope it's just that Mm -hmm. and if that's the case I feel like she would have said that well, she a bit of a liar, so. Yes, we then, to top, make matters worse, she accused Henry of being gay. And I was just like, girl, what? Okay, you should be ashamed of yourself for that. Yes. I feel like because she's accusing him of that because normally the person who accusing people of like because it started off like i i think henry is cheating on me she was trying to say that as far as him being in and out the house a lot right and then for the end of the henry episode ain't cheating on nobody exactly and for her to then like question his sexuality like she's pretty much projecting the shit that she's doing so that's letting us know that she's the the one who's cheating, not necessarily with a woman, but she said several times that she she would have got the D by now. And then she's accusing him of doing stuff. So normally the person who's doing the accusing is the person who's doing it. So mm-hmm. she's a liar, a liar. Okay, escape. Yes. Clearly something is going on because she skipped out at night and didn't come back to the wee hours of the morning. Mm-hmm. And I, I totally believe she was not where she said she was. No. And then she didn't even have to lie about it. Like she could have been like, I'm just going over to my friend's house. 
Why she? Who gets dressed up to go for a walk? <laughs> right. Like she think he's stupid or something. Yeah. Girl, only person stupid is you, Christina. You and Karen. Yeah. Oh gosh. Are you gonna talk about them next or Brett and Olivia? Uh, let's see who's next. Hey, hey, it's Miles <laughs> and Karen. So Miles starts off on his real house husbands uh of New Orleans. He's cooking. He's cleaning. Karen's going to work at the hospital. So he's trying to make sure she has lunch and she can come home and take a relaxing bath and da-da-da-da-da. It also appears that he may be trying to keep himself busy mm-hmm. while he's stuck at home because he can't go to the building or, you know, do anything, right? Mm-hmm. Karen, girlfriend, this one-on-one conversation she had with Dr. Pepper, I was like, girl, girl, I'm sorry, let me put my... So the first thing she says that annoyed the crap out of me is that, you know, because of how stressful work has been due to COVID, she cannot give Miles or the relationship the attention it needs right now. You weren't giving it the attention to begin with. Not giving it the attention to begin with, honey, so... Don't even try it. But I also think, I just hate when people use that excuse. Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, everybody is going to be super busy at some point in time and have this and have that going on. And it really does not take that much. I feel like personally, it doesn't take that much to just like stop for a moment Mm -hmm. and just be and check in with your person Mm -hmm. just be like how are you doing how was your day or be like oh I was thinking about you or something I mean you do not have to sit there all night and just like I don't know be in his face like just give him some of your time make a concerted effort to give them your undivided attention and let them know that you hear them you see them you care for them but she don't care about our boy miles and that's why she be acting like this only herself and no go ahead go ahead okay Okay, let me let me get this out before you get to dr pepper it trips me out that how she says all these things about well, you know, I want someone who is mature or I want to see how he's going to be when, when we go back. I mean, I'm referring back to before COVID and before they, you know, started their regular lives um, after the honeymoon. So her thing was, I want to see how he really is like after he goes back to work and how he handles being stressed out at work. And I want to see the raw, raw him. So it's like all the concerns that she has as to how he is going to act. She is acting out on that. Mm -hmm. Like she, you know, and I get it. She's a project manager. She's working with the healthcare system. It is a high stress job. And I'm sure during that time it is high stress, but I'm like you, you got to take a break at some point, right? 
and unwind and get your mind together. So why can't you make a concerted effort to be like, okay, I'm gonna take a break and, you know, spend some time with you. I even, since I work from home and some days, you know, when, when my husband is not on the road, like he'll come in my office and sit on the couch and we'll chit chat and I'll make a, you know, I'll be like, okay, well, let me pause this or let me do something where I can talk to you and, you know, type. So we'll sit and have a, a, a check-in conversation. So, and it doesn't take long, but it, it lets him know that, hey, I see you here. Let me give you a little bit of attention and then I can go back to work. It doesn't take that much. So I don't understand, mm -hmm. especially Mouse is making sure she doesn't have to do anything when she comes home. The food is right. right. The house is right. Clean. Like he's setting it up. But for you. No, that ain't the sign of a real man. Exactly. Girl, look, let me tell you something. Girl, please send Miles back to the streets. Yes. Because we are going to take it Miles. Okay. I, girl, I wish. I wish I had somebody who like, hey, babe, I cleaned the tub for you. Let me dry you some bath water. Or I already cooked it. I cleaned up. Like, thank you. You are the best. I don't. Uh, so much. I just, I just, I really feel like this girl wants somebody who's going to knock her upside her head. I just cannot stop thinking that that is what she wants because I'm like, I, even all of this, I want to know if it's the real him. He has been consistent in who he is. Yes. He has, this dude has not switched up on you yet. Not at all. Now, now he's starting to pull back, but it's because of your inaction, boo. Exactly. exactly. And when she was talking to Dr. Pepper, I love how Dr. Pepper said, it's all about your needs. Exactly. Like everything you're seeing, even when they were showing the clips, when she was saying, oh, we've just been trying to do little nice things for each other. But, she but everything they showed was of Miles. It was Miles doing stuff. Yeah. None of it was of her doing a damn thing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm glad Dr. Pepper called her out about that. And I'm glad Dr. Pepper even called out her dumb comments about masculinity. Like, mm -hmm. why do you think somebody... Is and, and you got the you got the nerve to be mad because he called you sis. That's what you've been acting like a roommate. Yes, you've been acting like a real friendly. You haven't been acting like a romantic partner. Mm -hmm. And then it even made me mad. All the different clips they showed of just I guess her. I don't know if these are her examples of him liking masculinity, but him doing the salt bay thing. Like, girl, are you not paying attention to popular culture? Thank you. That's the salt bay reference that he's doing. He's trying to be funny. He's trying yeah. to make you laugh. This man told you, well, if you know you want to go get a manicure, I'll take you to go get yeah. a manicure. Maybe we can get one together. And you got the nerve to be looking at him like, uh, what? Girl, That's something I do with my girlfriends. No, like, yeah. you know, rubbing his rough hands on you. He want to get himself so he can be touching on you, girl. Girl, so weird. She is a freaking weirdo. <laughs> freaking weirdo. I, and then she up here crying because he said he wouldn't choose to be married or to get Why remarried to he? her. Why would he? Why? You haven't, you haven't given nothing. 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 And his con Miles conversation with Pastor Cal, to me, it was kind of sad a little bit because he's like, 
you know, I feel like we're really struggling to get to know who each other really is. And I think that was the first time too, that I really realized like they match an introvert with um, uh, someone who's more of an extrovert. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there can be learning curves in those relationships. But mm-hmm. I feel like this stuff Karen is doing ain't got nothing to do with that. No. And the fact that he feels so unwanted because yeah. to when you like somebody and you care about them, the last thing you want to feel is unwanted by them. Especially when you know that you're being supportive, you're being genuine, mm-hmm. you're putting your feelings out there and you ain't getting nothing in return. Mm-hmm. You know, doctor, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, when even Pastor Cal was just like, so y'all don't hold hands. Y'all don't kiss. Y'all don't, y'all don't do this. Y'all don't do that. And he's like, unless I'm initiating the kiss, no, mm-hmm. we, we not doing none of that. And I'm glad that Miles just went ahead and was like, yeah, when she brought up the thing about masculinity, I was pissed. Like, how are you going to sit up here and try to question me as a man? Mm-hmm. Because I'm pro- more progressive in my thinking. And I'm, glad, and I'm glad Pastor Cal was like, told him like she has this certain box that she lives in of what she thinks masculinity is. And until she gets out of that box, that's going to be her mind frame. And I, I hate it for like, as much as we like dog out Karen, I hate it for her because she is going to miss out on a good thing because of the way she thinks. And that mindset is not going to, it's going to hinder her in every relationship. Like she's Mm -hmm. always going to go for this toxic man, you know, because she, she has it in her head. Like a man isn't supposed to be emotional. You want an emotional man. Like if this is somebody you're going to have children with, you don't want this hard stern man around your kids, your kid. You want somebody who's going to love on your kids. So Mm-hmm. I just you want somebody who's going to be there for you emotionally as well exactly 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 I just I be feeling like Tyra Banks when I'm watching her I'm like we're rooting for you just get out of your head like it's not that hard so what did you think about the conversation they had when they sat down to talk feel like Mouse done said the same things over and over again and she keeps saying well it's it's how he talks to me like it's not masculine enough like but he's telling you what he needs like regardless if he gonna yell it at you and shake you while he's saying it I guess that's what you want in order to hear it but it still got turned back to what she needs it's like she 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 goes she says things but she's not gonna do it because they had a good conversation a couple of episodes back and nothing still has changed like it got worse so yeah i thought their section was like i I think pastor cow says something to miles like she's not caring for you the way you need to be Mm -hmm. it was something along those lines and i think that that's a really important distinction because somebody can care about you and love you but if it's not the way you receive love or how you perceive love then you can still end up feeling like the person doesn't care about you Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um 
And then I thought it was really interesting that during their sit down, Miles asked Karen, well, what do you feel you have the capacity to give? And I was like, that is such a good question. Mm-hmm. And when she, she was talking about like how they can do like physical affection and she patted his ass on the shoulder, I was like, girl, I need you to do something better than that. She <laughs> needs to grab him by the balls, literally. Like, come on, girl, yeah. tug on him a little bit, something, yeah. kiss the tip. I don't know. Like, just give the man a nice long hug or something. You know, mm-hmm. if he's still in bed cuddling with her, I don't know how. He needs to just roll over and take all the covers with him because that girl is, that girl is interesting. Yeah, I, in the beginning, before, when they first started showing their their segment, like showing her, you know, getting ready to leave for work, I had a small glimmer of hope when he kissed her and patted her on the butt as she was walking out the door. I was like, oh, they done made a little progress. And then it just no. declined. <laughs> you know, she was probably annoyed he patted her on the ass. But, you know, she can't be mad at him for being like, what am I here for? If you ain't trying, what am I here for? What am I, you know? And then when she was talking to Dr. Pepper and Dr. Pepper was calling her out, like she caught a little attitude when she started talking about, you know, him calling her sis. And I'm like, you can't catch your attitude because you don't call this man, you know, that said, said this man act like a woman. Like that ain't going to fly with anybody. <laughs> No one right. is outside with you on that. I'm sorry. I don't even know what I'm like. What I Miles is perfectly fine. Yes, it's you. It's almost like how Amani was talking to Woody, and she was like, "You are enough." Remember that note that I gave you. You're enough, and it's like Karen is telling Miles, "You are not enough." It surely is. And that man is more than enough. It's like, girl. And I wish they would just like how they show Amani talking to with Olivia. Like, I feel like we should see more of that between Amani and Karen. Cause I feel like Amani would put it like if they opened up that conversation, actually, if Karen was open enough to have the, that conversation. Like, I think Amani has a soft way of telling you about yourself. Or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she would be like, oh, Karen, you said that to him? Exactly. Oh, girl. You know, she would, you know, you know what I mean? She'd be like, well, maybe, you know, y'all ain't, y'all ain't kissing? You know, like. Well, Amani, how do you think that makes him feel? Right. Exactly. I mean, well, Karen, how do you think that makes him feel? Right. I'm just saying. I guess. I, just, I don't I don't know. I don't see. I'm trying to I'm really like I just can't see them staying together. I just want Miles to just muff her and walk out the door. I don't know if it's happening like that. And what concerns me is just like long term, like if they do stay together, like because their foundation has been so funky like how is it going to progress or maybe if miles does say okay maybe it's because of the cameras i don't know like 
I just don't see it being a, a stable relationship. And, and, I, and I, don't, I don't know, maybe this was something that didn't show, but knowing that Miles has clinical depression and they're stuck in the house, like, did you even ask how he's doing? Did you ask how you could support him? Because mm-hmm. this has been really rough for people with different mental health conditions. Mm-hmm. And it's still like, well, I need it. I need it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 like, girl, shut up. Mm-hmm. Like, I really need her to go sit on somebody's couch. Because she, she shouldn't have come into this. Because she, she wasn't ready mentally. Her heart wasn't ready. Like, she really needs to work through herself before she can allow herself to be with someone else. So let's talk about our other favorite toxic couple on this show. I'm glad Brett was like, no, thank you. (laughs) Brett said this was supposed to be eight weeks. It's been eight weeks. And I'm out. I'm back to my house with my cat. Yes. Um. You know, I don't know. I'm still Brett. I don't know. It kind of seemed like he was trying, but then he kind of was still being an asshole in a way. But, you know, she was going to the hospital because she's a nurse mm-hmm. and she's been working and she wanted to go see her parents. And I was just thinking to myself, like she going to work every day at the hospital where she coming in contact with who knows what are you more worried about her going down the highway to see her mama that ain't made no sense to me personally but I was just like okay and I felt like she should have probably been sleeping in the other room if you coming back from the hospital because that's what a lot of other health professionals Mm -hmm. were doing when they came home Mm -hmm. and she was still just up in the bed with him so I don't know if maybe she was on a different floor and she wasn't dealing with COVID patients or what the case Mm -hmm. was but I thought that was interesting but you know they it seemed like it was a bit of a miscommunication he like well I told you I was going home and she like you said you was taking some stuff but (laughs) I'm not gonna lie with you. He took the food. <laughs> Just like Brent's pate knows no bounds. Apparently, how you just gonna leave somebody with no food in the middle of a pandemic? Look. And then go say, I, the food in the pantry is gone because I ate it. Oh, I forgot the, <laughs> the coffee pot. I was like, <laughs> what asshole. That was an asshole move, but probably in his mind, he was like, well, you like to go out to eat anyway. You miss money. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to take my, this food that was in the refrigerator because I'm, I'm frugal like that. So I got what she said when, like, you know, seeing them on the couch or whatever, well, not on the couch together, but her scrolling through the phone while they were trying to watch a movie. Like, I understood, like, Brett's annoyance um, with that. And I also saw her annoyance with him with him watching the news all day. She's like, I deal with this at work. I don't want to come home and watch, you know, them talk about COVID all day. So I totally understood that because, you know, I don't watch the news. Um, so I got that. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that Brett, you know, stuck to his guns 
and that he left. I didn't like the, that he didn't communicate it with her. That was very rude. Yeah. Um, how And it was very punkish. However, I'm glad that he did, you know, chuck it up and leave. Um, because on his end, it was like, we could see from last week's episode that he actually, outside of his sarcasm, he was trying. And yeah. it looked like they had like a couple of tender moments. But with him saying, you know, we talked about her moving into my house and trying and coming over so she can look at some yeah, things every day and make it a home. And she never did that. So that's like one thing that was on his, probably already on his checklist of things that, you know, showed that she could have been interest, interested because when she went to look at the place from the beginning, she looked unenthused. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's something he was probably watching. Um, on top of her, you know, not, you know, trying to get close to him. So, I mean, he had valid reasons and the fact that she she wasn't on board with having kids. She said she wanted to have kids in like five years, but it wasn't a solid, I, I definitely want to have kids. Like every, everything that comes out of their mouth about the future is like, well, I want to travel. I want to travel. And it's like, there well, is more to marriage than traveling. What's she gonna do now? Exactly. She go to Mexico. Costa Rica opening back up. Doreen, you funny. <laughs> I don't know. I want. I I kind of feel like she just kind of had like an unrealistic kind of image of marriage to begin with. Um. I told but, you it went downhill like them last few days of the honeymoon. It was in between him telling her how much he made and her trying to make plans for what they were going to do once they got back. And everything that's come out of her mouth about them being together has been like, well, I want to travel. <laughs> you sound <I> travel. <laughs> <laughs> like there's more to marriage than you traveling. <laughs> All right, girl, you just need a friend. You need a travel buddy. That is what you need. You need a buddy pass. You don't need a husband. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad Brad just was honest, even, you know, when they actually sat down mm-hmm. together and he, he was just like, okay, let me go back. First of all, I understand that the matchmakers um, have their reasons for being invested in these relationships and wanting to see them be successful, but I need the matchmakers to get real because sometimes, you know, it ain't no, you can't salvage it. It's Mm -mm. it's just done. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so when Dr. Pepper was like, well, do you think you want to try to save the marriage or whatever the case is? For what? Mm-hmm. For what? No, you know, so now you got her going to sit down and have a conversation with this man, and he has already made up his mind. Mm-hmm. This is not working. We got some some fundamental issues here, mm-hmm. and I don't see us get over it. And I was like, yeah, Brett, I appreciate your honesty. Like, mm-hmm. it's and he three more that during the conversation when they were, yeah. when she called him after he moved out, he was like, no, it's it's things in this that we just can't fix. So, <laughs> children being one of them. He ain't trying to waste no time. I think there are three more episodes left. So, mm-hmm. I'm interested if how they're going to go about that. 
um, if, I guess it'll kind of be like how it was last season where sometimes you see Olivia, sometimes you see Brad, I don't know. Um, but I'm, I don't know if they would be on this couple's trip, trip since they're not together anymore. Yeah. So I'm very interested what these next two episodes have to reveal. I personally felt like, I mean, y'all still, y'all could have done a virtual, uh, decision day personally. Well, they didn't say uh, decision day is off the table. So they, it's something coming down the line. They can do a socially distant <laughs> decision day. <laughs> I guess that's what they're gonna have to do because the next episode looks like production is back and it, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, at least that. But mm-hmm. they going on this retreat, so it's really nobody there. They're all in it looks like they all have their separate own separate cabin. cabins mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I'm very interested to see who gonna make it and who not because now we only down to what four couples now yes i know two of them in it so far and out of the two one gonna make it and one night wait say what i know out of the four that are left well shoot i pretty much know who gonna make it and who not gonna make it so out of the four that are left two are gonna make it and two won't no, out of the four that are left, I, I, I know who isn't going to make it and who is not going to make it. So who do you think it's going to be? It's going, I don't want, well, we know Amani and Woody, um, Amelia and Bennett. Um, I mean, it's a given. Um, Miles and Karen and um, Henry and Christine are not going to be together. Cause she don't move down. Child. To Mexico. Who moved out of Mexico? Christina. Girl, what? Yeah, uh, it's on. Um, I saw it on. What is it? Reality showbiz or something like that. She living in Mexico. She done lost some weight. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope they. I hope Miles gets to go first on decision day to tell Karen that he don't want to be with her. No, they gonna make it. Miles and Karen are gonna make it. Yep, they gonna say yes. Hey. Conclusion. Are they gonna stay together though? Yeah, that I don't know, cause I feel like after he watched this season, he gonna question some things. <laughs> Child, I got to see how this uh, girl turned it around because, baby, you got three episodes left and we don't like you. I know. I know. And I'd be like, how? Like, if people see her on the street or, like, her coworkers that may watch the show (laughs) and be like, girl, what's wrong with you? (laughs) I really wanted to see some more of her mother. I do, like, I feel, because normally they go see the parents. And talk with the parents. So I'm like, is that gonna be a thing now? Because I really want to see her talking to her mom. And I want to see if her mom gonna co-sign the stuff that she be saying. 
I don't know. I, I feel like her mama might be part of the reason why she's so messed up. I hate to say it, but something about her mama, she something about her mom, something about her reminds me of the introduction we got to her mother, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. So her mom seems like she might or could be kind of cold. So, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't know, girl. Um, they make it. I'm going to be so surprised. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna give y'all another year, and then after that, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do hope that they do show them talking back with their parents, though, because I just I feel like that would give us so much more insight outside of the little bit of insight that we've had. Because I thought from the beginning of the show, like I thought Mal's mom would be an issue for him, but she, you know, she ain't been around, and he he talked about her so. That's not mm-hmm. an issue we see, but I wonder, like, with Karen and her family, like, how how that conversation would go. Like, if Karen went to her mom and was like, you know, Miles, I just feel like he's he's not manly enough for me. You know, he always talks about his feelings and how I he I feel cares. like a mom, especially from her mother's generation, would be like, oh, no, you can't tell a man that. I think. Oh, especially the him, her telling him that he's not masculine enough. Like, I think her mom will like get in her ass about that. <laughs> like, girl. <laughs> now, what if he told her you ain't woman enough? You know what I mean? I just. <sighs> well, that was the episode. Next week, they're on their couples retreat. Mm-hmm. Christina seems like she's still gonna have a bad attitude and they made it seem like Woody might be having second thoughts so we'll see what happens Woody ain't got no second thoughts <laughs> it's just the editing it's just the editing just like they made us thought the DMs was gonna be a big to do it go down in the DM it, go it ain't never went down in my DMs girl not mine either you got a husband i know okay daria yes my friend be telling me like married men always be in her dms Mm, i can believe it yeah and she said it to me like i would be shocked i'm like i'm not shocked Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, is there anything else that you want to discuss? Um, I would just like to say, as far as Housewives of Potomac goes, and this whole situation with Monique and Candace, um, I would just like to say that I am Monique, and you're not going to be talking trash for so long and think that I'm not going to bust you in the face. So, I don't think Monique was wrong at all. And I think that the ladies are being very unfair um, by trying to make it seem like she's so violent and she's so unpredictable and all this stuff. Miss me with your respectability politics. And just because we fighting does not mean that I'm I'm representing for the whole uh, of all black womanhood. Okay, please stop it. Okay. And we're not the only people who be fighting. Some people just need to get their feet. So that's facts. And that don't matter what color you are. (laughs) Period. 
Because I said, child, I would have been running trying to get her too because I have probably been that person running trying to get somebody before. Let me get one in. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, sometimes people take you there and you black out and next thing you know, you know, you, you on the verge of getting Title 20. But by the grace of 20. God, <laughs> and a good word from your from your teachers you too can fight that charge and succeed okay okay i'm just I saying still made you, you, gotta, society. you gotta show people better than you can tell them and i promise you after this situation candace ain't gonna bother her no more so <laughs> she ain't gonna say shit <laughs> She ain't gonna say nothing else to that girl ever again. And that's why Kenya, that's why Portia don't have no problems with Kenya because she done got dragged. Exactly. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that I condone violence, but I'm not saying that I don't. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying is if you're gonna dish it, you better be able to take it. You better be able to take it, child. Please do, else keep it on mute. Keep it cute. Keep it on mute. Ask to be dragged, and not expect to be dragged. She definitely said, "What are you gonna do? Drag me? Drag me? You want me to? I'm not pregnant no more. So yes, I I am gonna drag you. You ask for it, as one of my friends said. She asked people, "Would you like to engage in combat?" Because if you give me permission, I'm not I'm not going to jail because you said it was okay to fight Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You gave consent. <laughs> you gave consent. You know, your mouth is writing checks that you can't cash or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Did I say it right? You're, yes, your mouth writes checks that your ass can't cash. Okay, okay, because you know I was messing up other stuff earlier when I was eating my tacos. Okay. <sighs> yes, the, yes, that's that's all I have to say. I hope everyone has a great week and all that jazz. Okay, well, we will talk to you guys next week. Um, so please like, subscribe, comment, prefer five stars and um thank you for listening bye bye